Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s, with yours truly, Glenn Robison, on Island Radio, KISL Avalon, at 88.7 on your FM dial, and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we'll be on our best behavior, celebrate the birthday of Des Tooley, hear some songs about the opposite of strength, and tell you where you can put it. What? Back on the September 13th show, I played Sophie Tucker's recording of I'm Glad My Daddy's in a Uniform by lyricist Charles R. McCarran and composer Carrie Morgan. One of the lines in the song is, He wears YMCA on his uniform of blue. That means you must come across. Now what can I do? You've probably never thought about it, but YMCA's and the military have a relationship which predates the Civil War. In 1861, the New York and Chicago associations raised troops and thousands of volunteers, and several other wise supported hospitals and served as nurses and aides to tens of thousands of casualties and prisoners of war on both sides throughout the Civil War. Not only did YMCAs help raise military units, but military units started YMCAs. Annapolis had a YMCA among midshipmen in 1879. West Point had a cadet branch in 1885, and in 1902, Congress authorized erection of permanent YMCA facilities on military bases. By 1914, there were 31 military YMCAs, and 26,000 Y staff and volunteers performed work during World War I, directly helping hundreds of thousands of POWs. The Y's efforts during World War I even inspired music, which is what the line in the Sophie Tucker song refers to. There's also a 1918 song by Ed Rose and Abe Ullman titled The Meaning of YMCA, You Must Come Across, which contains the line, They've done their bit and more to help us win the war. The Y is right there on the firing line. The chorus of that song goes, Y stands for you, young America. Put your gun on your shoulder, my son. M is for each mother, so cling to one another until the victory's won. C is for courage to stand up and fight. A is for America, the boss. That spells YMCA, but to the boys in the fray, it means you must come across. I don't have a recording of the meaning of YMCA, but I do have a recording of another YMCA-inspired song from World War I. Here's Lambert Murphy and the Orpheus Quartet with I Can Always Find a Bit of Sunshine in the YMCA. Ah. Uh... 
Lambert Murphy and the Orpheus Quartet with Irving Berlin's I Can Always Find a Bit of Sunshine in the YMCA. That's from Victor 45157, recorded October 31, 1918, released in January of the following year. As the label points out, the song is from the military musical mess Yip Yip Yap Hank. In early 1918, Irving Berlin, already one of Tin Pan Alley's and Broadway's leading figures, was drafted into the army and sent to Camp Upton in Yap Hank on Long Island. He pitched the idea of writing a show for the troops at Camp Upton and got permission from the commander to work late into the nights, as was his habit, and sleep past reveille. Yes, there was a reason Berlin wrote, Oh, how I hate to get up in the morning. With the cast made up of the boys of Camp Upton, the show was presented in July in Camp Upton's theater, and moved to New York City's Century Theater, where it opened August 19th as a fundraiser to build Camp Upton's Community Center, and ran for 32 performances. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. My wife and I were big fans of the trivia game show The Weakest Link when it debuted in 2001, hosted by Ann Robinson, and we're happy that it's been revived with new host Jane Lynch. We're big fans of Jane as well, but we're a little skeptical as to whether or not she could pull it off, but she's nailed it with just enough snarkiness to make it fun, but without making it mean-spirited, like so many other shows these days. God knows there's far more than enough meanness in the world right now. So to celebrate the new Weakest Link, here's a set of rapidly rotating records about weakness, starting off with Milt Shaw and his Detroiters.
of blue I never cared for eyes of blue But she's got eyes of blue And that's my weakness now She's got dimple cheeks I never cared for dimple cheeks But she's got dimple cheeks And that's my weakness now Oh my, oh me Oh I should be good and I would be good But gee she likes to bill and coo, I never like to bill and coo, but she likes to bill and coo, and that's my weakness now.
keep my weakness forever my whole life through. You are the one, you beautiful little son of a gun. My life would be done without you. I've only got one weakness, baby, baby darling. Well, there's nothing weak about that performance of Weakness by Cab Galloway and his orchestra from Brunswick 6992, recorded in Chicago on September 4, 1934. Weakness is credited to Irving Mills, Cab Calloway, and the guy who probably did most of the work, trumpeter Edwin Swayze. He's been mentioned only once in the show before, which is just not right, and will be remedied next June when his birthday rolls around. Harry White coined the term jitterbug, but it was Swayze who put it to music, along with the tunes Father's Got His Glasses On and Good Sauce from the Gravy Bowl. Before Cab Galloway, Sam Lennon under the pseudonym The Ipana Troubadours and My Strongest Weakness Is You. Smith Ballou sang the Grant Clark lyric to Harry Axt's tune. That's from Columbia 2006, recorded October 11, 1929. My Strongest Weakness Is You is from the Warner Brothers musical comedy So Long Letty, where it's sung by the film's star, Charlotte Greenwood. 
Sam H. Stepped and Bud Green wrote That's My Weakness Now in 1928, and there were at least ten recordings of it that year, several within a week of each other. One of the most popular was by Helen Kane, but we heard it by Al Shane with Milt Shaw and his Detroiters, recorded four days later on June 11, 1928. One of at least seven takes in that session was finally issued on Vocalion 15697. Fasswaller famously added little embellishments at the end of many of his records. For example... Oh, my, 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 my. Don't give your right name. No, no, no. I don't remember which one it is, but at the end of one of his records, he says, Behave yourself, woman, behave yourself. Well, for this segment, we're going to be on our best behavior. Here's Adolf Hoffner and his Texans. Yes, 
Okay, so it's not a commercial 10-inch 78 RPM record, but it is a recording, so to speak, from 1920. In 1919, Roy Bargy auditioned for Charlie Strait, who at the time was manager of the Imperial Player Roles Company. Roy was immediately hired and assigned to arrange and record novelties and popular songs. He was asked to compose some tunes on his own in order to compete with Zez Confrey, who was recording roles over at QRS. Bargy came up with six piano syncopations, which were recorded on rolls in 1920, and published as sheet music two years later. The one we just heard is titled Behave Yourself. Before that, the Van Epps Trio, with a medley of one-steps, starting off with Oh Susie Behave, written by Abe Ullman. Most of the time on medleys like this, the tunes are all written by the same person, but Oh Susie Behave was followed by James Monaco's I'm Going to Settle Down Outside of London Town, and Fred Fisher's Rip Van Winkle Slept With One Eye Open. Victor 18556 was recorded April 9, 1919. We started off that behavioral set with Adolf Hoffner and his Texans with It's Best to Behave, from Bluebird 7955, recorded in San Antonio, Texas, on October 25, 1938. Brothers Adolf Hoffner on vocals and guitar and Emil Bash Hoffner, steel guitar, had been members of Jimmy Rivard's Oklahoma Playboys, but in 1938 went out on their own. In 1941, they changed the name of the group to Adolf Hoffner and the San Antonians, but during the war, Adolf performed as Dolph Hoffner to avoid any association with Der Führer. After the war, he went back to his full name, and since the band was now sponsored by Pearl Beer, they became the Pearl Wranglers and performed into the 1990s. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand, anytime at all, online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on all the major podcast directories. Last week, October 29th, marked the birth in 1896 in Redfern, near Sydney, Australia, of Amy Ruwald. She took piano lessons as a child and in the early 1920s teamed up with Sheila Lockhart in a piano, singing, and tap dancing act called Joan and Sheila Desmond. The act broke up by about 1926 at the time Amy was heard on Sydney radio station 2KY. She married Englishman Lionel Tooley, and shortening the name from her previous partnership, forevermore became known professionally as Des Tooley. A female baritone or low-pitched contralto, she was variously billed as the girl with the unusual voice, the lady baritone, and the rhythm girl. She was heard regularly on radio and made the first of about 50 commercial recordings of popular songs of the day in June of 1929, accompanied on most of them by pianist Beryl Newell. She entertained troops during World War II, but sadly became addicted to alcohol, which led to her death on April 5, 1957, in Sydney, Australia. But here, from happier times, are three from Des Tooley. (laughs) ¶¶ 
nowadays the average maiden is extremely overladen with what's known as antipost tissue to retain that normal spelt line in the region of her belt line is now a national issue dietitians and physicians favor this and that but there's only one sure way of losing that fat you've got to bend down sister bend down sister if you want to eat thin no more messing with French dressing, sister, fairies and grim. You can flirt with noodle soup, sniff, but don't give in. You've got to bend down, sister, bend down, sister, if you want to keep thin. Bend down, sister. You've got to bend down, sister. Bend down, sister. If you want to keep thin, throw your spoodles to the poodle, sister, fairies and grin. Every mouthful that you eat adds another chin. You've got to bend down, sister, bend down, sister, if you want to keep thin. Butterfly, where the ba ba babbling brook goes, ba ba babbling by. Oh, how I long to dream, to laugh and dream, to live and dream with you. Silvery streams bring golden dreams, guaranteed to come true. Water lilies will tell daffodillies of the love between you and I, where the ba ba babbling brook. Goes by by bubbling by. Come, dear, where breezes are blowing, where blue water flowing is humming a song. No fear of seeing a stranger. There's never a danger. 
of anything wrong, let's skip along. I've played it by Jimmy Greer with the Three Ambassadors, Dick Robertson with Ben Selvin's orchestra, and even by Australians Len Maurice with duo pianists Harry Waite and Gil Deck, known as the Two Octaves. 
But we started our little tribute to Des Tooley with her recording of Ben Down's Sister from around January of 1932, being heard on the show for the first time. Ben Down's Sister is from the 1931 Eddie Cantor film, Palmy Days, and was written by Ballard MacDonald and Dave Silverstein with the music by Con Conrad. Next, from a couple of years earlier, where the bab-bab-babbling brook goes bub-bub-bubbling by. Words by Harry Pease and Charles O'Flynn, and the music by Ed G. Nelson. We wrapped up with Ragamuffin Romeo from around June of 1930. Ragamuffin Romeo was written by Harry DaCosta with the music by Mabel Wayne, and is heard in The King of Jazz. Paul Whiteman also recorded it commercially. Have a particular song or artist you'd like to hear on Rapidly Rotating Records? Well, you can send your requests and your comments about the show by email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or send cards or letters to Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. That's glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. On the October 11th show, I ran out of time to play a very late Richard Himber record, so here it is now. I'm in heaven 
when the music begins I can see the sun when it's raining Hiding every cloud from my view And why do I see rainbows when you're in my arms I know why and so Richard Himber in Los Angeles, June 26, 1941, with I Know Why and So Do You. The vocalist was Johnny Johnston, who had been a singer on the NBC radio program Club Matinee in the late 30s and who went on to a singing and acting career in the 40s. Johnston was backed on that recording by the Joseph Lilly Ensemble. Joseph J. Lilly was a composer and orchestrator who worked on a number of Paramount musicals in the 40s. I Know Why was written by Harry Warren and Mac Gordon for the 20th Century Fox film, Sun Valley Serenade. That was from Decca 3896, but it was also issued in India on the Columbia label. I think we've got time for another complete segment. There's a not very nice saying that goes, you can put it where the sun don't shine. Apparently that phrase originated in the 1970s, but people have been writing songs about where you can put it for a lot longer than that, and here are some of them.
his room and board Once he was like a Cadillac Now he's like an old worn-out Ford He never brought me a lousy dime And put it in my hand So there'll be some changes from now on, according to my plan, he's got to get it, bring it, and put it right here, and else he's gonna keep it out there. If he must steal it, beg it, or borrow it somewhere, long as he gets it, I don't care. I'm tired of buying pork chops to grease his fat lips And he'd have to find another place for the park his old hip He must get it and bring it and put it right here And else he's gonna keep it out there The bee gets the honey and brings it to the cone Else he's kicked out of his home, sweet home, to show you that they brings it. Watch the dog and the cat. Everything even brings it from a mule to a gnat. The rooster gets the worm and brings it to the hen. That ought to be a tip to all you know good men. The groundhog even brings it and puts it in his hole. So my man has got to bring it, doggone his soul. He's got to get it, bring it, and put it right here. And else he's gonna keep it out there. If he must steal it, beg it, borrow it somewhere. Long as he gets it, child, I don't care. I'm gonna tell him like the Chinaman. When you don't bring them checks, you don't get them laundry. If you break them damn neck, you got to get it, bring it, and put it right here. And else you're gonna keep it out there.
McKinney's Cotton Pickers, recording in Chicago on July 11, 1928, with Put It There, written by Todd Rhodes, pianist in the band. Todd Washington Rhodes was born August 31, 1899 or 1900 in Springfield, Ohio, and received a formal musical education at the Springfield School of Music and the Erie Conservatory. He joined McKinney in 1921 and stayed until 1934 when he went to Detroit and eventually formed his own small group, focusing on rhythm and blues. He died from diabetes June 4, 1965. Before the cotton pickers, it was Bessie Smith telling her old worn-out Ford of a man that he's got to get it, bring it, and put it right here, or else he's going to keep it out there. Put It Right Here was written by Porter Granger, who played piano on that Columbia 78, number 14324, made March 20, 1928. The trombonist was Charlie Green. He was born in Omaha, Nebraska in 1893 and was a soloist in the Fletcher Henderson Orchestra. We started the set with Todd Rollins in his orchestra, and you can put it in the papers. The vocalist was Chick Bullock, and that Ned Washington-Sam Stepped collaboration was recorded August 31, 1934, issued on Melotone 13143. Doing our part to keep alive the music of the 1920s and 30s, this is Rapidly Rotating Records. Sunday evenings at 6 on KISL-FM 88.7 Avalon and available anytime on demand online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And I'm happy to say we have time for one more. Here's the Weedoff Wadsworth Quartet. Thank you. 
the Weedoft-Wadsworth Quartet, Rudy Weedoft and Wheeler Wadsworth on saxophones, and a couple of guys better known as songwriters than instrumentalists, Harry Axt and J. Russell Robinson on pianos, with Bow Wow, written by Wheeler Wadsworth. Edison recorded that on March 31, 1920, and released it on both disc, which we heard, and cylinder. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention, and we'll see you subsequently. Subsequently.